What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Ladies and gentlemen, Musical Chairs is on the air. Artists, songwriters, instrumentalists, producers, sound engineers, and anyone else in the arts. Thank you for joining us. On this episode of Musical Chairs, we have a new guest who's sure to entertain and inspire you. Hear their story, feel their passion, and join them in their journey as we put them in the chair. Now please welcome your hosts, Lisa Berry and Eric Lambier. Hello, America. Hello, hello. Hi, I'm Eric Lambie of Musical Chairs, and my other host is... Lisa Berry. (laughs) And welcome to the show. Well, we have something interesting today. It's not just one chair, but we have... We have two people in the chair today. (laughs) We definitely do. So, how was your weekend, Lisa? You're doing good? I'm doing good. We're all in the sun. It's summertime. We're having fun. Lots Lots of anniversaries, lots of album releases. Perfect. Awesome. You're doing festivals. Oh, yeah. Festivals here, festivals there. <laughs> but uh, anyway, <laughs> we got a little bit of side noise there, but that's okay. We, we, we have today in the chair, we have Madison Violet, and we have Brenly McEachran. I got that right. Woo! Yeah. Of Madison. And we have Lisa McIsaac of uh, Madison Violet with us today. Hello, ladies. Hello, how are you? Hi. Uh, Welcome to the show. So just to let everybody thank know you for having us. We've got we've got we've got one of the guests in, in transit on the way to the airport. Another one's already landed, so we're gonna just go with this. But I just want to share with everybody a little bit about Madison Violet, who is a Juno-nominated Canadian music duo composed of singer-songwriters Brenly McCarran and Lisa McIsaac. <laughs> the group has been uh, notable for various folk and pop award nominations and wins. And on October 31st of this year, 2019, it will be their 20th year anniversary of when they met. However, the two have spent 10 years as a couple, but that milestone isn't the headline of their relationship together. It's instead what they have done in twice that time. And we are so excited to be able to play their songs on air with their new album, too. We sure are. And the new album is called Everything Shifting. So what we want to do, I think, for the what we're going to do, right, Lisa, for the yeah. first song, we're going to play Sight of the Sun. Uh, maybe we I should read a bit about, yeah, wh- wh- how was that song written, one of you? Let's pick on Brenly first. <laughs> um, that song was actually written kind of more of a stream of consciousness as a poem. We were in in L.A. doing some writing. Well, we were supposed to be doing some collaborating, but it, what happened was a lot of the collaborations that we had set up were getting canceled for whatever reason we had to cancel one somebody else had to cancel one and it was just kind of like this is crazy so here we were in LA and uh, we could have been writing anywhere because it was just the two of us but we ended up 
thinking like, okay, well, let's just take advantage of this space and, and we'll write. And we went to this little Vietnamese restaurant and we were sitting there and something caught our interest. And all of a sudden we just sat there and pretty much wrote that whole song just as a, just as a lyric, which is something that's not our formula at all. It usually starts with some kind of a, a melody or the guitar has to be in the room or something. So yeah, we just, I don't, it really kind of feels like it came out of thin air um, and then we went back to this slot that we had and we put it to music and it's really just about kind of trying to stay in the, in the, in the, in the moment and recognizing that whatever you're going through, whatever pain or anguish or anxiety or whatever you're feeling, uh, the sun's going to, if you just concentrate on the fact that the sun's going to come up tomorrow, then you're going to be all right. Wow. That's beautiful. Aww. I love that. And I, I would like, you know, what I love about that is that you started out saying it was a stream of consciousness and a lot of people were, refer to the sun as de- delivering um, information. And so you said that wasn't usually our formula, but it's like we just caught it. So I, li- I like that connection there. Beautiful. You yeah, it, it, it is. It's, sorry, it is just so important to just sort of, you know, if you take time to just kind of chill out in your own space and, and meditate on your sort of your inner purpose then these things, you're just connected. You're just more connected to everything. You start mm-hmm. watching a sunset, and all of a sudden your mind just goes to the sunset. You're not, you, you stop thinking. Thinking is the enemy anyway, and you just let it all come in, and now you just feel more connected to the space around you, which is amazing. Wow. Wow. That feels like a, a beautiful tip of everybody right now who ain't in their life. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah. You, said you want to read about? <laughs> yeah. Well, we have a little blurb about everything shifting. We're going to read, and then we'll play the song, okay? Yeah. So your the album, which I love, the, I love that title. Everything is shifting. Like how important is that? But everything is shifting is a collection of eleven original songs recorded and mixed by Hill Kokordis and Daniel Ledwell. Along with Kokordis and Ledwell adding their musical excellence, the duo is joined by Jake Japatosny. We're going to write that one out on our page so people can see it. And, and that was for background vocals, electric guitar, Kinley Dowling. Oh, oh, this new name. Kinley Dowling, which is viola and violin. Yay. And Michael Bellier drums to round out the studio recording. The album is a heartfelt examination of how memory can splinter a heart, how loss shapes perspective, and how sometimes, no matter how hard you try, you can't have love without regret. It's an album to be listened to on the open road with the windows rolled down, a love letter to their fans from two wanderers who continue to follow the melodies wherever they lead. Wow, that's really well written. I like that. <laughs> that's a song. We can thank Renee Olbert. She, uh, she's the bio writer and happens to be Lisa's partner, and she's an incredible writer. And we thought, you know, why don't we ask Renee? She, she kind of knows us better than anyone. So right. let's just, uh, you know, and I, she just nailed it. She really nailed it. Yeah. Wow. I think it's important to have someone that uh, understands sort of where you've been and where you are and where you're hoping to go. Because I think they can really uh, tap yeah. into that when they when they write pieces for you. Absolutely. Okay, folks, so what we're going to do now is listen to Sight of the Sun by Madison Violet on Musical Chairs. Enjoy. Enjoy.
Sorry, it cut out there. Can you ask that again? Sorry, is that you playing violin? Uh, yes, I am playing violin on there. That's beautiful. I absolutely love that. So, Thank you so much. Um, now, Lisa had a question for you guys. Yes. Or a statement and a question. A statement and a question. <laughs> well, I just noticed that your release date of the album is March 8th. And being in the industry that I am and being a woman, I know it's International Women's Day. And I wondered, did you guys know that or was that planned or did it have anything to do with it? No, we definitely knew that. Oh, yeah. we definitely knew oh. like it, it was an important, uh, you know, it was important to to mark that day with, with you know, two female musicians. I think we're, uh, we wanted to celebrate that day with the rest of the women around the world. Oh. I know. Are you gonna? I now we can do it every year. I have to be a part of this and see it. <laughs> I'm like, the, the next song.
song, which is Come As You Are, and it's from the Good in Goodbye Deluxe Edition. I like the title, by the way, Good, yes. The Good in Goodbye. That kind of gives it a hope there. Yeah. But we wanted to yeah. pick, well, pick on Lisa this time <laughs> about how that song okay. uh, was written, because it's a little different uh, sort of style. I noticed you guys have, uh, you metamorphosize, is that the word? <laughs> Over the years. I, I, I think so, yeah. You know, we've, I think we've always been true to what was in our hearts at the moment. So whether it be sort of a bluegrass phase or a completely folk or, you know, we put out a EDM pop album as well. And it's just, you know, it's just wherever our heart has is at the time, that's how we write it and, and record it. Wow. Oh, I love that. Now, there's, a, there's a, I think, if I remember correctly, is there a harmonica on there? This one? Oh, there sure is. That's that's you, Brantley, right? Is that that is me. That is my my. Yes, that was my um, inaugural uh, recording of me on the harmonica. <laughs> and and I've now since been playing uh, harmonica ever since. It's like we there's quite a bit of harmonica in the show now, and but there's not. I don't know if I played any on this new record. Which is kind of oh yes I did oh yeah you did you played it on Tell Me or not was it Tell Me I played it on oh. Tell Me exactly yeah yeah and you know um, what that's... but go ahead I think people are gonna get to hear that song soon too so Tell Me yeah oh good okay yeah so you'll see how, you'll hear a little more harmonica and I play in the show we've added like harmonica to certain songs that weren't on the recording but because you know, you can't bring all the instruments on the road. Then we just I substitute harmonica in for, you know, a big lead electric guitar play then because I don't have electric on the road or something like that, you know? Right. Right. Oh, would well, you want to hear the Come As You Are? I guess that's what we're going to do yeah. next then, folks. We're going to play Come As You Are. Go, yeah. go ahead, Lisa. The Good In Goodbye Deluxe Edition. Right here on Musical Chairs with Madison Vonnet. You are. 
Conscious Media for Conscious Minds. Om Times. Om Times Magazine is one of the leading online content providers of positivity, wellness, and personal empowerment. A philanthropic organization, their net proceeds are funneled to support worldwide charity initiatives via Humanity Healing International. Through their commitment to creating community and providing conscious content, they aspire to uplift humanity on a global scale. Connect at ohmtimes.com. Ohm Times, creating a more conscious lifestyle. Obstacles equal opportunities. Are you living without success in your life? Are there obstacles that you need to overcome to create that success? Challenging circumstances, feeling vulnerable, afraid to be authentic, lacking or even feeling like you've lost your personal power. Light on Living has just the interview series to help you ignite your confidence and your personal drive to overcome whatever challenges you face. Join us every Monday in July to learn how these entrepreneurs overcame damaging business experiences, financial ruin, and personal hardships as they show you how to move forward with poise, grace, and insight. So get your copy of Obstacles Equal Opportunities, Volume 2, The Enlightened Journey, and join us as we go live with these empowered authors. Long ago, you wouldn't think of galloping on a horse while doing calligraphy, and you wouldn't have attempted to ride your bike while typing a letter, Yet you think you can safely operate a multi-ton vehicle while texting? Behind the wheel is no place to multitask. If you want to BRB, drive now and text later. Lives depend on it. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. Sorry, I'm just, uh, oh, hi, there. Are you okay? Okay, welcome yeah, back, Yeah, here we everyone. are. Sorry, somehow I got disconnected. Oh, but you're back. Yay, and everybody's hi. back. Everybody's back. Everybody's back with musical chairs. And I'm your, <laughs> one of your hosts, Lisa Berry. And I'm Eric Lambier, and we have Madison Violet on the line. Yay. Apparently, we lost them, but we didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> but this is good. This is good. The yeah. last song that we heard was Come As You Are. What we wanted to touch on a little bit. We do have both of you on the line still, correct? Yeah, we do. Okay, awesome. Mm-hmm. So what we want, want to ask is just something really simple is, first of all, maybe a bit of your influences and the instruments you play. So who would like to go first? <laughs> um, okay, well, Bradley, I'll go first. This is me. Okay, good. <laughs> Uh, I play, I play tenor guitar, which is, I've had this guitar for about 23 years. It's a four string instrument that I fell in love with way back when I saw this, uh, female musician, Zeta Hilly from Vancouver playing it. And I've been kind of glued to it ever since. I also play, um, just regular acoustic and electric guitar, harmonica. Used to play a bit of banjo, but it's just far too much to bring on the road. So I kind of ditched it into my storage locker. Um, sadly, and musical influences, uh, you know, I think the first voice that ever really kind of 
penetrated my brain in, in such a way that I'm like, whoa, what, what is that? What kind of music is that? Was hearing Old Man by Neil Young when I was oh. probably seven or eight years old. Oh, and wow. The song just really got me. And, um, and it was, a, you know, growing up, my parents played a lot of really phenomenal female voices like Loretta Lynn and Patsy Cline and Dolly Parton. So I always had those influences voice-wise, but, um, you know, it wasn't until I heard like Bonnie Raitt and Sinead O'Connor singing songs that really kind of, when I was seven, 18, 19, that now it's like, okay, there's some, there's some female voices that are being heard on the radio and it's not just country. Like, and it's, and I love it. So that's kind of like, those were my later influences that really gave me the, I guess the, the temerity to take this career from a, being a, you know, just an amateur to a professional museum, or museum, museum, musician. <laughs> musician. Like yeah, museum. Yeah, I'm all museum. I'm freaking old. That's good. I, I wanted to ask you, um, I just wanted to ask you, the tenor guitar, how do you, uh, what, what's it, what, what are they tuned to? How does it work, your strings? Is it like EB? Well, I didn't TV? really, no, it's, a, I mean, Traditionally, it would be tuned the same as a tenor banjo, okay. uh, which probably is similar to a, a fiddle, I think, actually. Isn't it, Lisa? A tenor banjo is maybe the same. What's that, you know what? EDA and oh, e? it probably is. I think it is. Sure. Like that that sounds good. Yeah, <laughs> we'll go with that. Someone who doesn't, who doesn't, well, doesn't know how to read music at all. So, yeah. uh, well, But the way I tune it is... I tune it to an open chord, a D chord, um, and I don't use the correct strings on it. I don't use any E strings. I use just the the A, B, G, and B strings. And ah. you know, I've there's a I do have one other tuning that I used to use, which is quite droney. It's like a D G D G. Now it's like A D F sharp D, and ah. and it, it just works for me. Yeah. Great. Did so you ever put a slide on there? We started writing so many more. We started writing so many more sad songs that we had to change the tuning of Brandon's guitar to a happier tuning. <laughs> you you had adapted. Uh, and I just want to make a comment yeah. on, on that. I love that you started out so young. It was more like um, an awareness of it, like that something like music brought joy to you in a way. And then it was like this process of awakening when you heard other other musicians who you kind of then it came, it brought up to life. But there's such a journey on the long that I love that story. Yeah. So now, you know, yeah. I had to find I had to find peers, right? And yes. unfortunately, even still, like there are more peers, like the, like as female voices are would be my what I need to hear. I need role models. I have to feel yeah. as a kid, you need to know that you're there's an opportunity because hearing Neil Young on the radio doesn't mean that I, as a girl, can be on the radio. You need to hear a girl. At least that's no, rep what representation matters. Yeah, it's all about representation. So it took me a while to find that other than the record collection that my parents listened to, which, you know, that, that wasn't, it didn't, I connected with it. But as a kid, listening to old country, you're kind of like, no, this is not cool. It's really cool now, but back then it wasn't cool. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. Like an example doesn't equal an opportunity. I love that. It was so insightful the way you said that. That was really cool. Yeah. Well, and now we have to ask Lisa her influences and instruments. Uh, well, I grew up, I guess when I was 
eight or nine, I started taking fiddle lessons and piano. And uh, so basically, I was just a traditional Celtic Scottish fiddle player until I was about 18 uh, when I started joining some sort of folk bands and stuff. Um, but And then I met Bramley, and she taught me how to play the guitar. So now I uh, play a lot of acoustic and electric guitar and fiddle and mandolin and sing out as best I can. Lisa was actually the influence. That's fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or uh, friendly, yeah. yeah. It says you play plucky fit, plucky violin. I think it said in the one thing. That's cool. <laughs> plucky. Well, there you go. So what kind of influences <laughs> for violin would you have had with the Celtic? I guess uh, Ashley McCann. You know, I, <laughs> well, he, he definitely was because he's his brother. Um, Is he? So yes. We, I did not know that. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness! I honestly did not know that. Oh, that's funny. Wow. We just we we just spent we just spent the the morning playing cards and and uh, eating mom's cooking this morning. Actually, he was he was down for a few days playing some shows and uh, we stayed for a few nights with my parents. Oh my goodness. Oh okay, I have to ask this. I have to ask. What what card game was it? We played Ramoli. Ramoli, I love it. Okay, <laughs> just like everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, do we do we want to jump into the song? Yes, I think yeah. we should. Yes. After um, I get my foot out of my mouth. Yes. Uh, well we are going to be playing all over again which is from your new album everything shifting and do you want to ask this yeah Uh, what's the story about this song just in a brief uh well it's actually quite it's it's quite timely that this is the next song because that song is actually about my brother oh my Um, my goodness it's one of those things where you know in in the mid-90s um my brother came out uh, and the reaction in Cape Breton uh, was appalling. And, oh, uh, you know, my parents had to deal with it. They had to deal with a great a, a great bunch of, um, you know, negative newspaper covers and people leaving terrible phone messages. And, I, and we wrote this song basically uh, because we think and hope that um, a lot of people nowadays would want to do over and would want to do it all over again. And... Uh, uh, would maybe react differently. You know, we've come, we've come leaps and bounds, but there's still a lot, a lot of ways to go with the uh, LGBTQ community. Nice. And uh, so that's where, that's where this song came from. So that was perfect timing. Wow. And there, and there is definitely hope because everything's shifting. Everything is yeah. shifting. And we, we really believe that. You yeah. got that right. Well, let's everybody enjoy this and really take it in all over again. By Madison Violet on Musical Chair. I remember the night. I can still see the light that would fall through the cracks in the door she's behind. Will be days before I. See your face from crying. Oh, I've known for a while. And they'd put you on trial and they call from away, leaving words I won't tell. But they'd hide all the faces when they'd start. Yeah, if I do it. 
And you know what? We're hoping that it's not so much a struggle, it's just not so painful, but it just, you know, opens up the doors for more acceptance. Absolutely. <laughs> so what we're going to do now is we're going to move on to the next song because this next song has, has your first video with it. Woo! We have to do a drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> for this. Um, and Lisa, you can ask. Well, what I want, you know, it's it's called Tell Me, and it's off the, the news album, Everything's Shifting, and I'm just so excited that you did a video, and you, why never a video before, and why this one, and how is it going? You know, going. I, oh, you go ahead, you go ahead, you go ahead, you go. Ahead, you go. <laughs> um, so for first part of the question, why is it our first video, Um, you know, that's a good question, and when I get an answer to that, I will definitely call you back. <laughs> All right. Um, but we, uh, I don't know what it, what it is about videos and why we haven't really gravitated towards them, but we decided that this, it was, and I don't even know if we would have shot this one had we not had this amazing director, Jillian Martin, come to a show. She came to a couple of shows in L.A., and um, she really fell in love with the music, and she said, you know, I noticed you guys don't do have very many videos, and I would really love to shoot a video for you guys. And she put, you know, between her and the producer, Danny Kennedy, who's a friend of ours, they put together a team of 15 of us 
uh, we rented a place, a big, like, 100 acres out in the Joshua Tree, uh, right near the National Park, and we hired some actors to play Lisa and I 20 years ago when we first met. And uh, they were really the only, the only two people on the payroll, to be honest. Everybody else was, it was a passion project. Yeah. And wow. we shot this over two days. And it really is a, a really good representation of, of how we first wrote our first record. We bought this camper van, you know, 20 years ago, redid it, painted them, did tin, tin counters on the end, like tin cabinets on the inside. We really made it look super hot, drove straight <laughs> south to New Orleans and, and then across 10 through, through the desert and into LA over a period of, I don't know, five or six weeks. Before we wrote our first record and our camper van just kept breaking down on us. Like the starter wasn't working anymore. So one of us would have to go underneath and hit it with a sledgehammer. So really in the, in the video, in the video, the, yeah, the truck breaks down and uh, oddly enough, it's, it was almost, it was, a, ours was a van, this was a truck, but it's the same color and yeah, so it was really, it was really, really fun, and I, we've got over a million views already on YouTube. Oh my gosh! And I think, yeah, and I think it's people lesbians are starving for content, so they just keep going back and watching it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a repeat. Well, congratulations! That's yeah. phenomenal. Well, it, it sounds Thank like you are getting Thank the assignment to, to definitely do more, more videos. And I was going to say, you started out in the beginning um, when we were just chatting, you said, you know, we went to LA and our collaborations were kind of falling through. And then here you go, you've got the, um, everybody came in through to collaborate yeah. on the video. So, yeah. yeah. No, we can either, I mean, one of the reasons, sorry. Oh, because we were saying we have to quickly go to commercials in about 30 seconds, but then when we come back, we're going to play the song. But um, I just, yes, but I wanted you to finish that note, what you were saying about video. Uh, well, I mean, one of the things, the reason why we shot this video is because we really wanted to tell the story of us meeting as well. Of, you know, when we first met 20 years ago, we met Tom of Start of the Band, and the industry told us that you can't do this. You can't come out. You can't be true to yourself. And so that was a reason, one of the reasons why we bought the band. We basically had a, you know, as Bradley likes to call it, our moving closet. And that, wow. that sort of ran away and, and started, started writing. Wow. And that's a lot to overcome when, when the industry that you love says you can't be true to yourself. So I want to congratulate you again for even, like, just keep, you keep going. And for having the guts to come out and do that. Amazing. And I want to know, who was the one under the van? Who was, who was, who was the okay. most with the sledgehammer? <laughs> I think we both did it over. I mean, I, there were times where we would we would leave soundcheck, we would drive to go and get a bite to eat, or, and then we're dressed in our gig clothes, and it's like, well, which one of us is going to ruin our outfit tonight? <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> well, when we come back after commercials, we're going to get to hear that video, uh, hear the song with a video with over a million views, and it's called Tell Me So with Madison Violet. So come back to after commercial for Musical Chairs.
The Real Conscious Connection. Om Times Radio. IOM FM. Host your show on IOM FM, the radio network of Om Times Media, one of the more recognized brand names in the conscious community, and is backed by the extensive marketing reach of Om Times. Hosting a show on IOM FM immediately connects you with our extensive, dedicated community. yourself and love more deeply download and join today mind connected to the heart connected to the love connected to the soul i'm connected to you connected to me when you're looking for insight and additional tools to living your most elevated life, there's no better place to turn than Intuitive Alchemy Radio. Join me, Laura Brown, each Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern for inspiring conversations, live on-the-air readings, and tools to help you build your most aligned, most abundant, and most delicious life. has taken everything and everyone I've ever loved away from me. Everything. I blew my ankle out and I got prescribed pain pills by my doctor. If making my detox public is going to help somebody, I'm all for it. I just wish I would have had a warning. Opioid dependence can happen after just five days. Know the truth. Spread the truth. A message from Truth, the Ad Council, and ONDCP. Wake up in the 
by Madison Violet. Oh, sorry. Who have been watched over and over and over again. <laughs> Congratulations on the over 1 million views. That's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, now, Eric's very familiar with touring and on the road and stuff, but I'm not. So I want to ask you guys, you know, how has the, uh, the tour been going? You know what? It has been a whirlwind this year. We, for the first I say from January to about May. I mean, Brandy, how many times were you home? We would we would get off the road. Usually, we like to go for you know three to four weeks, and then make sure you're home for at least a week to sort of recharge and rejuvenate. But it just was one tour into another on this on this uh, for this release, and which was amazing. But you know, there's only so many times you can turn your underwear inside out on the road. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that was funny. Eric was was asking, like, gosh, how do they, how are they recharging? And I know you just mentioned there about being home for recharge. So, Eric, that is your question. Well, my, my question, you know, with a lot of artists and when we're on the road, and I've been on the road many times, is what do you guys do to relieve stress on the road? What do you guys do? We just tell each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. No, we... Uh... You mean to de-stress? Is that what you said? Yeah, to de-stress. You know, go swimming. I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I feel like when we're on the road, there's not a lot of stress. There's actually a lot more stress with us when we're not on the road. And the reason being is when you're on the road, we're so used to it. And it's so easy to be kind of kinder to ourselves because you mm. you feel like you're doing something. You're actually really working. You're you you. You're stuck in it. You're in this groove. You're in this regime. You have to do it. You know where you need to be. So you're just doing it. So there's no, 
you, you, you know, there's there's really not much else you can do. Right. Uh, I like to run when I'm on the road just to, in the morning, to sort of be able to see a little bit of wherever I am. I, I kind of try and find the river in any city that we're in. Right. Um, it's when we're off. It's when we're off the road that you start to panic a little bit because oh. you now you don't have a you don't have a schedule and you start to get a little bit stressed out about you know oh when's the next check coming in because the next check coming in is when you're back on the road yeah you know so that's, yeah. and also I, th- I think we're also very lucky that we both love what we do right yeah yeah like, yeah you know it is a job it's work but we yeah. get to go out and perform arts that we've created and. You know, it's yeah. You know, you don't really need validation in your life, right? But when you have it, and you you do you you perform a show, um, and you see people singing along the words back to you, and then you and then you you know you go out to sign CDs afterwards, and people share their stories with you. And I think that also helps to recharge you when you've written yeah. a song that's really you know close to the bone, close to the heart, and then someone comes up and tells you their story where they put them you know, their own story into your song and, and can, uh, you know, feel your lyrics. And I think that, that for me is just, that's a real recharge. You know what? You just kind of, I love that you said that because it so embodies that um, connection. Again, there's that word connection and purpose and meaning. It's like, not like you said, it's not validation, but it is that meaning like you, um, a legacy and conne- yeah, connection. That's sure. that, that does recharge. Yeah. And just while we're on that subject, where are you it guys really doing? Is for August, you know, um, it lets folks know. I guess you're doing some uh, US touring, too, Co- actually. We are. We're doing, I think, we're Kentucky and uh, a few dates in Ohio. I think we've got a festival. We're going to Florida a couple of times. Um, yeah, I think, you know, Brenly's been living in, she now lives in L.A. or in uh, Venice. So we're yeah. trying to do a little more south of the border, and we've, we've sort of neglected that market for many years and sort of did a lot of touring in Australia and Europe and, and uh, you know, cool. we want to go down and sing for our American friends. Yeah, absolutely. Well, well, on that note, why don't we move to the next song, Lisa? Yeah, so we're going to hear Cindy Cindy, and it's from the album The Good is in the Goodbye Again, the deluxe edition. I love that. Good in the Goodbye. Get, why do I keep saying the good in goodbye? <laughs> and, and do you want to? It's a tongue twister. <laughs> So let's hear the song on musical there. Cindy, Cindy from Madison Violet. And here we go. Rock 